All right, so do you want to start off light and then ease off into dark and end the episode like that, or do you want to start off a little bit on the shady side? And we then... can start with me being uh, mad at the police for harassing me what it, the what other happened? day. Is this for urinating in public like they accused you of that one time? Alleged, I'm going to say allegedly, because <laughs> it didn't go to court. It didn't It didn't turn into a larger situation, and overall, you weren't charged for it, so... No, I was. You Did you pay that? That's on, I have that on my record now. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's in case we never told this. No, story no, no, you did, we did, but I forgot. I didn't we, know that part. We all we all went out, and um, the club was closing, and there was a line of like thirty people to use the bathroom, and I had to go super bad. Like I was gonna piss myself, so I can't wait in that line. I go to the bar next door, same deal, another line. So I'm like, I'm just going this alley, and I'm one of these people that like, I'm not a normal dude where I, I think it's fun to fucking piss outside all the time and take my dick out and odd places like i don't like peeing outside i feel like it's kind of dirty like i want to wash my hands do all the normal shit so this wasn't like i didn't want to do it but it just so happens these bitch-ass police roll up behind me write me a ticket laugh in my face and then my court date was like the day before thanksgiving or something and i totally missed it because i'm an idiot so now uh yeah i just got that shit now oh i never knew that happened because if i would have gone to court they weren't gonna show up for that so like it would have been cool but i'm stupid and i missed it so yeah public i'm a public forever. (laughs) i didn't know that i'm sorry man that's (laughs) fucked up no 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 it's not a serious offense though i mean no i mean it's not gonna stop me from getting a job Okay. I mean, like it was—it's was not like I did it on the sidewalk. Like it was in an alley behind a dumpster. <laughs> I like the way because I was waiting for you to finish, um, and I was near the car, and I like the way you came back and you described it because you made it sound like the police officers were around and they just came up like, "Hey, hey, I know what the fuck you was doing, bro." They creeped up as I was finishing. <laughs> no, like, your dick was put away at that point. It was borderline, but you know, just the tip there was, was there was a seed of doubt. Like I could have been pouring out a Gatorade and just standing weird or something. You could have been pouring out a lemon lime flavored Gatorade onto the curb. That uh, you could tell that was just like a quota ticket that they just wrote. Police are garbage. So this this leads into my story. So I had a really busy day last Sunday, and uh, I went home, ate dinner. I hadn't eaten all day, and it wasn't. It was like a light dinner, right? Two hours after dinner, I'm like, man, I'm fucking hungry again. But it's Sunday. It's 11 p.m. I should probably just go to sleep, tough it out. But I was like, man, I'm too hungry. So I decided I'm going to get in my car, uh, go down Milwaukee, maybe uh, get some Demos pizza, get a slice of pizza, something like that. There's a big accident on Milwaukee. So there's a bunch of cop cars. I'm driving like two miles an hour trying to creep through this thing. There's a, a cop car parked to my right. And I noticed the driver police officer is looking in my car really hard. And I'm like, fuck, what do they want? So as soon as I get through the intersection, they pull this big dumbass U-turn and get behind me and pull me over. I'm like, They're, okay, I don't have anything. But you know how it is. Like, you don't, you just don't want to deal with it because yeah. you don't know what they could do. So the cop that's supposed to walk up to the driver's side and talk to you just decided that they were, they were, they just weren't going to show up. They were going to make a dramatic entrance. So the partner came up first on the other side. It's just shining a light in my face for a long time. And I'm like, so I roll my window down and I'm like, should I talk to you over here? Because I don't know what's going on. He would not answer me. So I'm like, just sitting here, really annoyed that I have a light in my face. But my tactic is to be speak. 
properly and be overly polite. And then generally it works in your favor. Like, you know what I'm saying? I do. It sucks. It sucks to have to do that. It does. You feel dirty afterwards. I've had a cop yell at me and I just kept my cool and I ended up not getting a ticket or anything, you know? So I'm trying to be cool, but I am annoyed. I'm starving. It's a Sunday night. Why are you bothering me? Why is there a light in my face? Why won't you talk to me? So then the cop finally comes up to my side and they say, no, I pulled you over. No, of course I do not. They don't they don't tell me why I'm being pulled over. But what they do notice is that my city sticker in my windshield is expired, which I did not know. So people who are not from a big city, when cities want to steal money from you, they decide that you need to buy uh, this arbitrary sticker that goes in your windshield. It has nothing to do with registering your car, public safety or anything. It's literally a sticker they have to buy every six months to a year uh, that you just display. And it costs a lot of money. So um, the city purposely stopped sending notices out for your expiration date. They claim that the postage was just costing them so much money. But in reality, it's a tactic to get you to lapse and then they can write you a ticket. So the sticker itself, I think, is like $80. The late fee... If you let your sticker expire and then buy one, the late fee is $60. So the late fee is almost as much as the sticker itself. And then the ticket for not having it is $200. Jesus Christ. So whatever. And I'm like, hey, I didn't know it was expired, but cool. Yo, I'll get it taken care of tomorrow. They take my ID and they're like, where do you live? I say down the street. I keep forgetting that I have a really old address on my ID because every time I go to renew it, they'll, you know how it is when you're at the DMV, you're just trying to get out of there. Yeah. And it's like. Sure, just fucking keep it. I don't care. I don't want to have to give you three pieces of mail. Fuck around with it. So I have an old ID. They told me that it was illegal. You only get 10 days to get a new ID when you move, technically. I got a ticket for that. Really? How much me, was the ticket? They wrote me a ticket for having the wrong... I'm not paying that shit. I'm going. I'm, I'm disputing it because that's garbage. I, I don't even get my mail at my current house, so I don't care. But, like, the idea that you would pull so Like, okay... What does this have to do with anything? Nothing. Let's just, you know, if we're being real. I live in a hipster neighborhood that is not dangerous. It's 11.30 p.m. on a Sunday. What What are we doing here? <laughs> right? Like, I'm really trying to pull something. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm human trafficking or something because my my address isn't what it should be. Like, get out of here. Sunday is a good day for murder, though. You can't be too careful because everybody. A good day for I think so because you know you just got over the weekend. You're too tired to retaliate. Should somebody want to murder you? This is just what I'm thinking. If I was going to lay down the murder game properly, I would go for a day where it was super quiet and they too full from brunch and like sleepy, so they can't run or like fight back. I guess it, I probably said too much. I'm sorry. I continue though. I feel like what would be your murder day? Uh... Not Monday. Don't nobody like Mondays and everybody's angry, so you someone will retaliate. I mean, I think if you are trying to avoid a a spectacle, a disposing of a body Sunday night would be a great time. Mm-hmm. You see, no cars in the road, nobody's out, whatever. There you go. It's a slow, sleepy Sunday. So, and I'm, my car kept shaking. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck that their, could be. Somebody in the partner back was doing rolling. Oh wait, he was he was shaking your car. He had to have been because my car doesn't move side to side while it's parked for no reason. So. I start thinking that he's going to put some shit on me because it's happened to me before as I they as do I've that. talked about. They do that. And yes. I'm like, is he digging in my wheel well to put some crack in there or something? Because this is some bullshit. And again, 
we live in an like okay delancey's area is a little bit worse than mine but technically we live in the same neighborhood mm-hmm. it's some hipster shit yeah on the weekends pretty much everybody comes out but it's just drunk people nobody's fighting in the street like the cops are out but it's mostly to keep people from getting hit by cars to keep bar fights from happening right people aren't getting robbed and, and shit over here so i don't understand this idea where like we really gotta crack down on this dude get a slice of pizza on a sunday night so uh yeah fuck the police man we really have experiences with the police that lead to us end up having to speak about it on a regular basis oh one more thing uh-huh how much was that ticket how much was that ticket i need to I know didn't even, i didn't even look at it you didn't look okay because i have my address still says 79th in like greenwood i've been pulled over or i've been stopped by the police so many like i would i would say the majority of the times that i've been stopped by the police my address is not right on my id right and i'm not changing that come up i'm not gonna issue. go and fix that sorry and it, and the thing is is like okay if you want to do that you have to pretty much take a day off work go to the dmv for two hours and spend thirty dollars right Just, it's a waste of time it's pointless especially when i rent i'm not doing that so here's here's the kicker though for me I have to go to court for this. I have to, I have a court date where I have to show the judge a receipt proving that I bought this arbitrary sticker. Why? It's a waste of my time. Like I'm not like a regular person who works uh, during the day, but like I would, I would potentially have to take off work to go to court. It's a waste of the judge's time to see me. There's real cases that they could be dealing with, like and murder cases. And this is cases. for something that's not actually like a crime, right? Right. It's a waste. This of time. isn't even. This isn't even close to driving without registration, without a light. It's not. It's nothing like that. It's the city decided that they're going to extort people with cars by saying you have to have a sticker in your windshield, mm-hmm. and then they decide that they're not going to remind you that your shit is expiring, and then when you get a ticket for it, you have to go to court. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of nonsense. This is the world we live in. This is why I don't drive, man. I'll just, I'll just, I'm waiting for someone to pull my um, Uber driver over while I'm in the back. It hasn't happened yet, but I'm slowly but surely, like when I think about it, I'm like, I feel like it's going to happen eventually. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more because <clears throat> there technically there's like a lot of shit that you're supposed to have like in the car, on the car when you're doing rideshare, And I know that the majority of people don't do it. Mm-hmm. But if they catch you, they could give you like a thousand dollar fine. Jeez! And I know that how thirsty the city is for money. I'm surprised that they're not cracking down on that. Yeah, I mean, if I was gonna be doing some shit, I think I would be Ubering to do some shit because the likelihood of getting pulled over is exponentially less, in my opinion, than if I were. I, let's just say that if I was doing activities that aren't favorable, like. I'll probably be Ubering or, you know, taking public transportation. That's why I keep lift badges on my car. Uh-huh. You see? It helps. It's just like, oh, I no. really think it does. Because if I'm double parked in some weird shit, they, they don't. They leave it alone. There. Yeah. Exactly. Those are the only two ways you can get out of things. You either keep a Lyft or Uber badge on your shit, or you have a license plate that says you're affiliated with the fire department or the police department. And you will be left alone some bullshit helps a little bit um and uh what the fuck was i gonna say Give i'm not sure take your time <laughs> think about it um no what did it have to do with the car uh, it doesn't matter we'll come back to it it's okay cool all right did you 
see Bird Box because I like talking about your taste in movies and music and everything. Yeah, I saw Bird Box. You did. Oh, it was lit. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Okay. What's the breakdown? How you feel? How did it make you feel towards the end? I haven't seen Sandra Bullock in some shit in a little bit. So it's what's interesting to me is, I guess this movie's kind of divisive. Is it? Is that what's going on? How so? Well, I feel like people are like, oh yes, I can't tell if it's people a polarizer. like it or not. It's like, a polarizer. I know that it's 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 memed, right? And it's yes. out here. Yeah. I don't know how many people liked it, disliked it. I feel like people are in two camps. Like you know, I'm on the record as I thought uh, Bright was terrible. You know, I'm shit like that. Which which. I we, feel like Bright was already divisive uh, in that way. This movie, like, yeah, it was fine. Um, <clears throat> you know, it there were things about it that were stupid. Yeah. I was, um, I'm watching, I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, it's a movie, I'm entertained. The All ending right. was like a little, I don't think the ending was as, the ending was bad. But it's like, if your only problem with the movie was the end, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, exactly. Or like, uh-uh. if you thought just the ending was terrible. Like, the idea of the the narrative structure of having this whole like flash most of the movie is a flashback is stupid because it takes all the attention away of so I'm somebody like personally I don't believe in spoilers because logically there's only so many ways a, a movie can go if you've read a certain amount of books and you've seen a certain amount of movies you're probably going to be able to predict 90 percent of the shit that you're going to see just because it's not going to make sense otherwise. writing can only be so original i haven't gotten right. to i gotten haven't gotten into a point the last movie that completely caught me off guard was get out i didn't see as a, as a movie watching person as a sit down okay something's going on type person what they were doing to the black individuals that they caught i sure sure but like like you can have suspense even though you know that there's only like two ways that the story can go yeah but at the same time, so so whenever I see a movie, I'm more I'm trying to see how they get there, you know, the way that they're doing things more so than what they're doing, right? It's like the old adage, like it's about the fucking journey and not the destination, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's true when it comes to to movies and and uh, books. So I don't want to say, oh, there, there's no, I already knew who was gonna live and who was gonna die, so the movie's stupid. But it's like when you do take all the a lot of the suspense away when you're like, okay, I know that it's just her and these kids at the end. So basically, something stupid is going to happen to all these fucking people in the house. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that choice. Yeah, you could tell. You know, it started off with just her and two kids. Boom, start off her and two kids. All right, cool. Go to the beginning. We see she's pregnant. Boom. Go out through. Go throughout the movie. We see another pregnant chick pop up. All right, the other pregnant chick is going to die. There's only the. It was like a two steps forward, one step back. It feels like because it was like we're making progress, but all right, you're making me think about this. Like I see what's happening right. here, and then the way the way everything played out wasn't interesting <clears throat> enough to withstand pretty much revealing everything from the beginning. Precisely. So if they just would have made it normally, I think it would have been a better movie. Yeah, that makes sense. And then I, the, the end of the movie is dumb, is just because like, well, I can't. Okay, has anybody ever? Okay, try walking just. One block down the sidewalk with your eyes closed. You, <laughs> you're probably going to run into a parked car. People right? have been doing that. There's been like a bird box challenge that's been going even, on. No, yeah. wait, listen to me. People have been blindfolding themselves and walking around seeing how much they can actually do. So much so that it has there had to be a statement saying, can you please stop blindfolding yourself and going outside and doing these things? 
It doesn't make any sense to me. I saw a video of some dudes bird boxing. They both had blindfolds on and they had, were in a boxing ring with gloves on. And they were like throwing punches at each other and trying to like goof around and like fight and stuff. The porn parody is on the horizon. Yeah, it's going to be. It's, it's my going to be bird boxing. All right. All up in that coochie. I don't want to watch two blindfolded people fuck each other. He's going to go in the wrong hole and they're going to have to stop. Oh, is there a wrong hole? Somebody got to be it down. depends on who you're Somebody got it. They're going to get Ava Divine for that shit. Okay. I keep bringing up. <laughs> All right. So I have a list of things that was like fucking me up. Number one. The was that Machine Gun Kelly? Yes, uh, Machine Gun Kelly was in the movie for no reason. Why? <laughs> and then they're like, "Yeah, he he doesn't need to be in this anymore." We gonna have him like leave. They're yeah, gonna have him drive like, off. We don't know what happened to him. That was stupid. Uh, the Asian dude being like, "Nah, I got this. Let me do this. I'm gonna sacrifice myself." Not knowing if it was a sacrifice or not, I was like, "Why?" Is Here's he- my problem with that. What? His idea wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But there was no reason for them to leave all. Not not only leave him alone in that room. But they all went like downstairs, and they closed the door. He was tied up. He's tied up. The screen's not facing you. Yeah, they could have. Somebody just could have stood there and, and saw what happened. They could have just chilled on the other side of the computer. But they was like, nah, "Not he'll that be it would have right. mattered because you just would have had his ass tied up for the rest of the movie." There would have been out. there would have been no way for him to kill himself if he t- he's tied up. I mean, right, other but, than biting his but tongue off, it would have been annoying still. <laughs> yeah, he just would have been tied up making dumb noises. <laughs> I'd have been like, "Come on, man, shut the fuck up!" All right. Um, the dude who was like, look at it, look at it. He was trying to make the babies look at it. How is it, how is it, how are fresh infants going to kill themselves? Is what I want to know. What, what is the point of, give me the babies? If he was casually like, give me the babies, give, give them to me. Like, if I will take them if you don't give them to me. I was like, all right, cool. You get the babies, you make them look at the shit. What's going to happen? They're going to gaga themselves to death. They're going to choke on drool until they die. Yeah, like, I don't, I didn't even consider what's, that. What's going to happen with that? At that point in the movie, I was just so annoyed. Like, I bring this up a lot. People doing things that don't make sense because of plot convenience. It's like, I understand. Okay, if you're going to have a, a character. Wait, who let who who let him in again? Was it the black dude or the lady? It was the, the, the pregnant lady the who pregnant did. The pregnant lady. But here's the thing. I feel like that group would have been smart enough to kick him out regardless of Olympia's dumb ass. But instead he gets to stay just because you need... Something has to happen in the plot to take them out of that comfort zone of like kind of living in the house decently, right? I suppose, yeah, because they kind of sort of had it made. They already did the grocery run. That's what I'm saying. So they're like writing it and they're like, okay, how can we figure out how to like fuck this up for them? Okay, Olympia's, let's make Olympia dumb and annoying and she lets some guy in. Okay, and then they just go, that's the end of that chapter. But it's like, there's 10 other people there that didn't want that motherfucker there. And he's acting weird the whole time. He was acting weird the whole time. Like, he came in, he was crying, he was acting like a weirdo, and everybody was like, oh, he's just traumatized, it's all good. But by that point, they had already seen that there was a dude who had seen whatever it was that was still right. operational. And, you know, that's how Charlie got got. And, and that was a waste of him. Like, And why didn't Charlie help close the door instead of running out and tackling the dude and going out there and killing themselves? He could have just got on the other side of the door and pushed it. Y'all telling me, like, two grown men and a pregnant lady combined with another grown man with fast twitch muscle fibers wouldn't be able to close the door on this gentleman? I was like, all right, bro, come I on, man. I just felt like I don't know that you need a comedy relief character in this movie. He and was then, there for that. Yeah, he was and there. And then he's only in the movie for like 15 minutes anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's so what ended up happening. So either leave him out or give him something to do except for show up and get made fun of and then die immediately. Yeah, exactly. I think the most problematic thing for me personally, because I can't really get down with something like that, 
is Trevante Jones's character trying to drop dick off on a pregnant lady. Like, yeah, he was, super. You could tell you he could, was, it was more than just being nice. <laughs> he wasn't just being normal. It was a. It was a. Hey, I grew up over here. Where are you from? Oh, I grew up over here. So we might have met one another. It was like. Yeah, you know, I mean, he has a fetish. I wasn't pregnant. He saw that she was at like seven and a half months. He's like, he's like, it's ripe. It's ripe. See, while I have heard that there is a certain level of gushiness involved with no, here I'm not. You, I know you have this response, but no, is it legitimately, science? it's it's. I don't know if it's science per se. It's more so what I've heard from other individuals. So people have told you that, that I've had a pregnant lady and that shit was mad gushy son? Yes. Not verbatim like that, but yes, there is a certain level of that pregnant women allegedly have. And one of my sources is my cousin who has a lot of children. A lot of children. He's got a lot of kids. I I think he has a problem where he can't stop cream pieing. Because one time he's having those kids on purpose, we could so he can experience the pregnant that third trimester gushiness. Uh, possibly. I hope that's that that's not a good investment, honestly. (laughs) And then there was another friend of mine or associate, I should say, I I went to high school with who said, Nah, there's something different about it. He was like, I don't understand what it is, but when they're pregnant, you know, it I don't know if it grips differently, but the the viscosity of you know everything that's happening or going on is top tier elite gooiness they got the cheesy mac is what i've been led to believe but those are scenarios where you're the one that has gotten this individual pregnant and that's a little bit more normal to me i don't i can't see my i'm not gonna pop up at a wick you know what i'm saying like see somebody scoping out the gallons of milk and be like oh damn give it two more months she gonna have that good like i can't see myself posturing up to like knock them down yeah, like that i mean you know if you meet a pregnant lady and she's dope and you get it on you know like that i can see that happening but what's the cutoff though i think three months would be like uh, the max for me if i didn't get you pregnant three months probably i'd be like well, all right you, uh, it depends on the scenario is this just uh you know are you gonna be friends with benefits until the baby comes out for like two months uh I don't know why some like okay. I don't know why somebody would want that. Like from her point of view, it's like okay if you if somebody gets you pregnant and then they they leave, and then you're like seven months pregnant and you're just like, I don't know if you want to meet somebody at a Popeyes and have sex with them. But I'm sure it, it happens. I'm sure I'm sure someone out here does that because I've heard the hormones get kind of outrageous. You know they tend to be a little bit horny horny around. But I feel like you should. Every woman should have like one or two dudes that like they know that they know what they're in for. Like they've had sex with them before. They can hit them up and they can know that like things won't get weird. I'm pretty sure they do. The idea of especially when you're pregnant, yeah. like let me meet a stranger and bone them. It's like they're probably going to be whack. They you know, you don't know if they're going to be clean, if they're going to go you, if they're going to be clean, like any weird shit. It's like you need to have these dudes lined up lined up a roster that is true pregnant and horny and alone i know most and i know most individuals will go back to someone that they've been familiar with before they will venture out into engaging with someone that they've never had sex with we're all of age enough to have had experiences and i think if you had to go through the list of individuals you had sex with and choose a good two or three that you would have sex with again, I think that's an easy task to do. Now, doing that while pregnant, 
I'm not sure how that will go. Hey, everybody's got needs. I'm just saying, don't. I, the the Popeyes route is probably not the best, but I I think unless they got spicy, they make uh, you wait for that. Sometimes. Yeah, you know what that that dude is. Uh, he's not bad. I you know obviously the actor? I saw Moonlight. Yeah, yeah, Javante Jones is and an I saw that, amazing that actor. Shitty as a Predator movie. He was one of the better parts. Of I didn't. Movie. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Yeah. Is, is that a more recent one? Yeah. I know he was in Westworld, the shit with the robots and the cowboys or some shit. I think so. Apparently so. I didn't watch the more recent season. I got I, I got away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I heard a lot of things about that. But yeah, I don't know. So we're going to score Bird Box right now. I'm going to go with, out of five stars max, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a three. Yeah, two and a half. I, you know, I used to be a lot pickier about movies, but. I feel like the quality overall has gone down to the point where I have to just say, like, can I sit down and watch this without laughing at it the entire time or like being on my phone or turning it off? And I watched it. It it, you know, mm-hmm. caught my attention. It was more the hype for me that caught my attention. I was like, all right, I want to see what's going on so that I I'll be able to catch it before. Like. So I saw it and I was like, oh, Sandra Bullock movie might be scary. I'll watch it. And then I ended up watching it, I think, Christmas? I didn't watch it Christmas. Oh, it was out for that long? Yeah, it's it's not super new. I think it came out like a week before Christmas. Okay, gotcha. And I watched it with my family. And then like a couple days later, that's when like, or it was around that time. But it, I think after that is when it got super memed. When the internet takes a hold of things and they kind of like boosted to this point of you have to have seen it in order to get jokes I always go in kind of warily because i'm not sure how it's going to turn up for me it's like i'm either going to hate it or i'm going to love it there's only one or two ways that those things can usually go all right so speaking of which um i just want to mention how we're working to get on spotify this is random this is a random aside so you know saying if you use spotify and whatnot uh we're um yeah i i actually meant to talk about this in the last episode because i've had a lot of people ask me um if you're somebody especially so majority of people probably listen to their music through spotify and not everybody is a super podcast head like i probably listen to more podcasts than anybody else i know so i have an app just for podcasts and then they all like you know you put the rss feed uh link in there and then it kind of downloads them automatically mm-hmm. but people really aren't on that they want everything in one place and that makes sense to me so uh just to clarify the reason we're not on spotify is because spotify does not you can't be an independent music artist or um an independent podcaster outside of like a podcasting network or whatever and just upload your shit on there like a soundcloud or something right you you know you either have to be on a record label part of a podcast group or you have to pay a third party to upload it on your behalf Mm -hmm. and it's not like it's a million dollars or anything but we were just like spotify says that they're opening it but they haven't given an actual time frame for that they just said a few months ago like hey we're pretty soon you're just gonna be able to be on here yeah so we were kind of trying to wait it out but it's looking like we should just not be dumb and pay them the money. Yeah. Um, another slight hurdle is we can't have any copywritten material, which generally isn't an issue. Our intros and outros um, would be. So we, um, if we uploaded the old stuff, we would have to cut those out. So I said I would make something or, you know, we could reach out to somebody to make a, a beat or something. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. But we have to take care of that, too. So it'll be happening soon. 
I know it's oh, easier for everybody. What the fuck? That scared the shit out of me. That was a Bluetooth speaker. Ignore it. I'm sorry. Power off. First, that shit played Takashi Six Nine without permission, and then it just started. Talking it's not to a me. smart speaker. It's not. So I was scared. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't because you didn't see me touch anything. But there's that. So Reggie and I are gonna get in the studio, and we're going to create an intro or outro uh, song for the podcast from scratch. We're hoping it could be something original. If you are a producer and you have tips um, on how to make it so we can have the most similar thing to a whoop that trick moment as possible <laughs> in the studio, please reach out to us, especially if you listen to this, because you kind of know what it is that we put forth. And you know what I'm saying? So um, I'm excited to do that. What would you guys like to hear? Intro, outro music, because we're going to go with like an instrumental type thing, right? Right. It's I'm going to be- buy a... Uh... I'm going to buy like a an Akai drum pad or something really? next week. Is it going to be like, we're going to go with jazzy? Are we going to go with like hip hoppy? Or are we going to go with like... I figured I would try a couple things. Like lo-fi type? Yeah. I guess it would depend on the content matter. We have to find a foundation of like the average mood per episode because it has to go with what we're talking about usually. You know what I'm saying? We're kind of upbeat and we're also, we kind of talk about real things in between. It's a mix so I guess it would just have to be something normal. I just normal. figured, um, I mean, I have, so I'll have these drum pads, I'll have a guitar, I'll have a bass, and then uh, you could record yourself saying spit a bunch of times. We could sample that and spit. chop and screw it. Like whisper it real seductively, or should I just like get go, go DMX with it and start growling and shit? We could try a bunch of stuff. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I'm excited yeah, about we're this. We're going to be in the, the free stew with the laptop. Oh, shit is lit. So if you guys have any recommendations or you know what it is you think will go well with our voices, please contact us via Twitter. I feel like you guys might have our Twitters already. but um, We should just say it every episode because that's what real podcasters do. That is true. My Twitter is Delancey, D-U-L-L-A-N-T-S-Y. Um, and Reggie's is Zoot Suit Zombie. Zoot Suit Zombie, spelled accurately and all together. Yeah. Uh, if anybody wants to know about zoot suits, they were a form of protest by minorities. Mm-hmm. That's why I think they're cool. Yeah, they were big too. I want one, but I don't know if I can get one in my size. Speaking of my name, I came across. No, <laughs> that was that was so random. I know I've never. Yours didn't threaten to kill you though, but yeah. No, we've both had very different experiences with people that have either the same name as us or very similar names to us. Um, this gentleman goes by the name of Delincey. He is a co-host of, I believe it's the Hella, Back, Hella Black podcast. I think he's based out of um, the Bay, California. Real cool dude. We are both online. And from what I've understood, we've both, both posted like very similar content. Uh, the first thing I've seen from him was... Was it Regina King? I can't remember. She was a fine actress, whoever it is, because he was watching the Golden Globes. And he mentioned allowing her to use her feces on his face as a mud mask. And I was like, I respect that energy. I, like, as a listen, as a person that has consistently posted bullshit on the Internet, you develop an eye for someone's mindset when they put that shit out there. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, wow, that's tripped out. Then I saw his name. And he phonetically spells his shit correctly as well. I was like, this was fated to happen. There was no other way around that. So shout out to you. Shout out to the the Hella Black podcast. You know what I'm saying? Um, you guys, I've listened to a little bit of one of the episodes. Is I have that to where finish. Delinty's from? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the Bay, 
California? No, he does a podcast. Yeah, he does a podcast. He's a co-host. There's too many similarities. Yeah, he nasty. He has a name similar to mine, and he also co-hosts a podcast. So we might be two halves of one individual, but we were separated because we'd be too powerful if we were combined. Um, yeah, but he's on there. Yeah, I should check out the podcast. I've listened to some of the stuff that they were talking about. Um, I need to finish the episode so I can fully advocate just in case they go crazy in an episode and I already vouch for them. That'd be crazy. Somebody was listening to an episode of theirs and they was just like, yeah, then you just start talking about Kill Whitey. I'd be like, look, I've never said that out loud. <laughs> like, yeah. so I can't. But um, nah, that's what's up. Out loud is a different story. Out uh, loud is a different story. So to wrap up what I've been doing since we last had a podcast. I decided to start watching Hunter Hunter. <gasps> I'm so proud of you. How far have you gotten? Uh, I'm at the part where they're fighting the um, what are the motherfuckers called? The ant. No, 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 no. Not, not, not that. Not the chimera ants. The what? The shadow troop? Is that what they're called? What the fuck are they called? The spider motherfuckers. Yeah, 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 Is yeah. That- Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. So, here's why I was hesitant to start watching it because wait did you say what did you call it shadow troop what no 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 what'd you call the name the name of the show what do you call it hunter okay all right just trying to make sure that x was silent i was about <laughs> to get i was about to get in that ass all right continue Pretend uh, that didn't happen. like okay i heard it was good people like it whatever it uh predates naruto which i refuse to watch so here's i i don't go around talking about anime because i don't watch the shit that people fucking harass people over and they get mad over. uh-huh I watched like the first five episodes of Naruto. I watched like the first ten episodes of One Piece when it first came out. I've never seen any bleach, partly because if I know some shit is about to be eight hundred episodes, like I can't. I just can't. It's an investment, yeah. It's different, a little different now where you could binge stuff, but especially back then where it's like you had to get torrents and fan subs and like keep up. Like man, I can't. I don't want to fucking do that. Like I lose interest if even a show that's really good, like. That's why I I never finished Sopranos because, you know, I was really into it when it came out, even though I was a kid and I'm watching, I'm watching it. And I'm like, how many years am I going to watch this for? So I've been meaning to go back and just watch the whole thing. But basically, that's why I avoid some of that shit. And and you know what? For the record, there's no fucking way I refuse to believe it that Naruto is the best anime of all time. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't need to watch it to tell you that it is is not the best. No, I've I've read the manga and I've. I haven't finished everything, but I can tell you that is definitely not. So interestingly enough, this Hunter Hunter predates Naruto, and somebody was saying that they feel like Naruto stole a lot from them from that. Like there's parallels where it's like, okay, this is where they got their ideas. But anyway, I didn't watch Naruto, so I can't. Okay, so reasons I didn't start it. Um, the main character's a dumbass little kid. Yeah. The main character wears one of the ugliest fucking outfits I've ever seen. The main character's weapon is a fucking fishing pole. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I like. I kept seeing the, the like the box art for it on Hulu, and I'm like, how yeah. can I watch this? They make it work, though. They make it work. And the first episode. So here's one thing I'll, I'll give it. I feel like it does move. It doesn't waste as much time as like a Dragon Ball does. No, yeah. There was a lot of filler. I was told that if I really wanted to, I could go straight to the Chimera Ant arc and I would be okay. Technically, but the the it's 
the ride getting there. Remember? Sure, sure. And that's why I was like, let me just start it. I'll fucking zoom through it. Um, Because they were saying that they basically don't even use Nin the same way anymore once you get that far into the series. Like, yeah. It's not the same. Things like, a get a little. shit that they established, they kind of drop it and start doing other stuff. They they established it and then they use that foundation that they gave you to kind of venture off into different things and simplify it in a way. Because they explain a lot of things. They're like, yo, this person can do this. If you use this ability, you can do this. And it pulls you into the culture, to the to the climate, to what's going on. So you have a respect for certain characters and what they're able to do. It's like, oh, shit, this person's really strong. But then once you keep progressing, it they'd stop explaining as much and you kind of just accept the fact that these people can do these things. Well, there's a lot of things that they kind of never explain. Like I don't, I'm not somebody that needs everything spelled out for me. And in fact, it annoys me when that happens in certain shows and movies, but like, I, I don't understand. There's things that aren't really defined in the world, like geography. There's so far, they just so happen to show one map because they were talking about like the different mobs that exist in the world but outside of that they're like we're going here and then we're going here and i'm like what it where what where are we going what is this in relation to anything else and they have a fucking city called york new city yeah what are you doing yeah come on now you just know what make the fuck up going on. every other city's name is made up just make up another one that that is made up in a way we know it's supposed to be new york but you know what I'm saying? It's York New. It's York New. That's like fucking uh, Beppies. Be- okay. Okay. All right. Okay. If they created a city and they were like, mm. <laughs> Kiko Shy or like Kiko Shy, yeah, no, like <laughs> Go Chick, Go Chica, or some shit like that. They're like, all right, you that's just better than names. York New. That's still better. It is, honestly. Uh, so yeah, I just feel like, and I'm fine with it. I'm along for the ride, but it's like, okay. You have a 12-year-old kid who's human, but he can he can run 100 kilometers in a day. He's super strong. Right. But, like, why? Yeah. How? Who? And then the, the power levels are like, who's stronger than who? This, so this guy is killing everybody, but then this weak guy killed him. I don't. What does that mean? I don't know. It means you got to be able to use your brains as well as your brawn. You know what I'm saying? is deep and get the kids uh, to think yeah so i mean it's fine and i think from everything that i understand it just pretty much keeps getting better and then the chimera arc is amazing yes so i'm cool with it i'm not upset that i'm watching it but fucking green short shorts and a green jacket and a dumb haircut and a fishing pole yeah yeah what yeah. are you doing i don't know maybe it's hot where you be going i just started the office i've made it about two or three episodes in I think I made it to Diversity Day, and Michael Scott's character makes me feel like real awkward. I cringe a little bit. It's funny. Yes. Don't don't trip. Don't trip. It's funny. I've enjoyed the things I'm watching, and I've laughed out loud, you know. But when he does and says certain things, I'm like, uh, I struggle with that now because mm-hmm. I'm I'm super pretentious, and I saw the original Office with Ricky Gervais in it, the British one when it first came out, right. So that kind of it didn't ruin the American office for me because they're different. But it's like I already watched two seasons of a show that is that. And then it's like, hey, we're doing it with these actors and a little American flair. It didn't interest me right away. But more importantly, for whatever reason, as I got older, I have a hard time watching people be like that awkward. Um, there's a show 
with Ricky Gervais's writing partner called Hello Ladies that was on Showtime. Mm-hmm. And it's just about this weird looking lanky guy with glasses that like is bad with women. And watching it was funny, but I couldn't watch more than one episode. It makes you feel uncomfortable. I was watching Diversity Day and uh, Michael Scott, when he was talking to the Indian lady, he's like, gookie, 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 gookie. And he just kept going, gookie, gookie, gookie. Thank you, convenience store, gookie, gookie. And like the stuff he was saying, it was the episode where he had, there were cards on people's foreheads and right, he yeah, was they- trying to make them interact based on what they were on the card. And unfortunately, the black dude had a card to say it black. And I think another character had one to say a Jewish on it. And he just walks up and he was like, here we go. Slavery versus the Holocaust. Like, let's dig in there. Let's get it. And I was like, uh, uh. I was like, I don't. It was funny to me. But at the same time, I was like, oh, God, he's killing me. He's really killing me. Um, these are old shows that have that we we're just now recently getting into. Um, but on the same note, there are a lot of old things that have been dug into as of recently. B2K is doing a reunion tour with along Bust with out your airbrush t-shirt bust out your airbrush t-shirts yeah yeah high top air force ones with the straps i think they're going on tour with everyone except bow wow i can't remember who all was on the lineup i think pretty ricky was on there and that's surprising to me because I, I don't know if it's going to be the original members because uh sexy spec did that speedo shit in 2007 where he was like, I'll be the judge. He started ja- <laughs> he started gyrating. I love that video, by the way. <clears throat> that shit was pretty fucking funny because he did it twice. He did it the first time. He was then the second time he's like, All y'all brothers that watched that shit, y'all wasn't supposed to watch that shit. I strictly said it was for the ladies. Now ladies, we gonna get back into it again. He changed his draw. He changed the speedo and he started doing it again. I don't know anyone whose coochie got wet from that video or the second video for that matter. But you'd be surprised, man. Yeah, a lot of people like corny shit sometimes. But Omarion, I don't know if I should call him Omarion or Maybach. Oh, it depends. Is this his final form? We shall see. But Wait, recently, what's his name now? It was Maybach. O. no, what's his name now? He's back Omar. to Omarion. I think he's back to Omarion. That's his government name. I'm not, I think so. That's but, what I mean, I'm gonna he call him. He can be whoever he wants when he performs. His mama named him Omarion. I'm gonna call the nigga Omarion. So he recently came out and he made mention of how. I don't know his stance just yet. I saw something along the lines of our fans would be disappointed if we didn't perform the songs that were produced or written by R. Kelly, because that's a part of what made us who we are. And then I I went and personally saw something along the lines of, hey, you know, victims have come out and these things are coming to light. Give us some time. We're going to try and like find a way to to not advocate for the things R. Kelly has worked on all while finding a way to entertain our fans. And then someone pointed out like, hey, you didn't entertain Raz B when he was telling about Marcus Houston and Chris Stokes and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But this R. Kelly thing, which has been a thing since. Did you see the show? I can, Me neither. I can't, man. Well, I, I, I mean, I want I want to and I want to advocate for the people that have been affected by these things. But being from here and having seen and been and gone to high school here and like word travels, you know what I'm saying? Like the nigga was all around Kenwood. The nigga was all around you know, high park, so on and so forth, like fucking around and having grown up with that and knowing that it is real and a fact, like I feel disgusted. I don't want to see that. It's just nasty. It's just nasty. Cause yeah, I, I want to see it. I can't because I don't, it's, it's only on Hulu. If you fucking got Hulu TV or some bullshit. So I got a bootleg it. I got bootleg. I got bootleg. I have a hard time rapping, like getting perspective of, of R. Kelly just because 
So I grew up and R. Kelly's everywhere because we grew up in Chicago and right. at that time. But I didn't realize how big he was nationally. Like at the time, I didn't realize that he was writing music for so many artists. Mm-hmm. And then he would come out with a song and I'd be like, OK, I get why it's playing nonstop on GCI. But I didn't realize that they're listening to it in California, apparently. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize how big he was. And then at the, the same time, I want to be annoyed with all these people he's his fans who didn't know but like did did they know or did they not know obviously we knew because we were here we know but does somebody in texas really not know that r kelly was on this because dave Chappelle. i mean it was a running gag right it was a running gag for a while a lot of people knew apparently behind the scenes he peed on somebody yes he did and it was clearly him even though he's tried to say it was his brother yeah ridiculous so here's the thing i I feel like I fucked myself up because normally I would be able to watch this documentary. Yes, I would be able to check into this thing and see what's what, you know, partially because I'm interested in seeing the victims and the people that have been have been affected by him speak out personally. But the night the first episode aired, I read an anonymous book. Um, I forget the title. I have a link to it. I think it was daddy's something. I don't know, but it was a, it was a grown woman. She's grown now recounting her experiences with him. And it was so vividly detailed. It was man. It was like so vividly detailed and descriptive about the things that she did with him and what all happened. And I read a good portion of it. And from that alone, I I highly doubt that the show or the docuseries gets that detailed, but from that alone, that shit gave me anxiety. I was, I was laying down reading it. It was late and I just couldn't stop going from page to page. She initially was speaking about how she had a desire to meet him, to be around him or to be involved with him intimately, whatever else she got dressed with her cousin. They went to a concert. She was in the front row. She ended up meeting him, exchanging numbers. Time goes on. Initially, she said she was 20 years old. And then they're in the studio and she admits like, hey, I want to tell the truth. And he's like, what's up? And she lets him know that she is 16 years old and he is unbothered by this. And then they have sexual intercourse. And she explained everything that happened like everything and it was apparently her the the author's first time having sexual intercourse like ever yeah that sounds awful it was i didn't i'm not a trigger warning person i don't need trigger warnings i'm out here online unless it's a video of someone getting killed i'd rather not see that because i feel i feel some shit like emotionally i'm just like damn it's like that shock like hairs on the back of my neck stand up i'm like damn i wish i had known like what was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to just see videos of people getting clapped, stabbed, murdered, killed. I'm not in the snuff like that, whatever else. So I'm a sturdy individual, but there was something about, I didn't know what I was reading. And then she told that story. And at that point I was pulled into what I was reading. I kept reading. Cause I'm like, no, like what's happening. And she only, she only referred to him as Rob. That's it. And, and daddy, I believe, which he told her to call him. And that shit, I did not finish it. I had to stop. That shit fucked me up. It fucked me up. I was like, I can't. Like, yo, I can't. We uh, we referenced it before, but we were out drinking with a, a 
a friend of ours who was a lady, and she was trying to defend R. Kelly. This was, what, like four years ago? I think so. And what we were trying to explain is, like, okay, we can all think back to how stupid we were in high school. But specifically, let's say you're a 15-year-old young woman. And a rich and famous guy comes up and says, wow, you're so beautiful. You look 25. You're so mature for your age. Don't you think you're right. going to be like, oh, let me just go with this guy and see. Maybe he'll buy me something. Maybe, exactly. Maybe we'll kiss. Maybe You know, it's like it's not the reality that it's a gross dude who's going to slam you really hard and urinate on you. Mm-hmm. That's going down that road doesn't occur to you at that time. And it's not fair to put that that weight on that person who is obviously a victim. Yes. Uh, so what I've been seeing is people wanting to put that weight on the parents, the people that worked with R. Kelly that goes down to engineers and you know managers, agents, whoever else. And there's been a lot of there's been a lot of blame shifting. And I think majority of it should be with R. Kelly himself. And I think that is the case because, you know, there's been investigations that have just opened up. Apparently, I think he's on. I don't know if it was federal investigations, but I need to check. But they're going to be checking time nailing him down because he had that issue where he he had basically the sex slaves in his house. Right. Yes. But if those ladies are so fucked up and brainwashed that they aren't going to press charges against them, then what are you supposed to do? Exactly. And then a lot of this other shit. It's going to be statute of limitations, and it's hard to prove. It's going to be hearsay. Like, I don't know that he's going to go down for any of this. No, we don't know. Ultimately, it might be one of those situations where someone, it's not going to be in the judicial system. If it go, if, if someone, justice. yes, if someone pursues, if someone, I genuinely I'm believe. I'm surprised, given the fact that we are in Chicago, that this wasn't somebody's sister or niece or some shit like that, right. or daughter. And somebody wasn't like, hey, we're just about to handle this. Like, think about how many people they killed XXX Tentacion. Yeah. Why exactly. can't they kill it? I'm not okay. No. I'm just saying how you kill one dude and not kill the other dude. No, 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 no. That's I mean, that's that's a real thing, but I, it might be the connections that he has. Even though his his network isn't as far as it used to be. He's down to a net worth of a million when it used to be hundreds of million. Like Millions? If he's down to one million, he might be down to one million. I don't know what he's doing because he has to be getting royalties off of the shit that he worked on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about how much money he made from "I Believe I Can Fly" and "Trapped in the Closet." Just those two songs. Just those alone. Regardless of the other stuff he's written, and the he's surprisingly keeps putting music out, which I'm always way behind the curve on. Like, people will be like, man, this R. Kelly song, and I'll think it's hilarious, and apparently it's two years old, and I never even knew it came out. Yeah. But he's still making money from that in some capacity, more than we would think. Honestly, he, I went and I checked. I don't want to be like one of those people that seems like they're following what other people are doing and whatnot, but I was disgusted by the shit that I saw, but... It's become so ingrained in knowing who he is as a person. It's like, he's a pedophile. That's what's up. And we've been on and we've talked about try, making an attempt to separate something that someone's done from their music and stuff like that. But it hit it hit something with me where I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to let this go. The only song that I had of his was Feeling on Your Booty because that shit was humorous to me. And I was like, ah, I can't really. Like, I was listening to it and I was like thinking about that shit I read. And I was like. Yeah, like who it's about and shit. Yes. It fucks I, it up. I was like, it fucked me up. I took it off. But then I went and I did the research and I was like, I wonder how I want to see his writing credits. I want to see his production credits, not just including the songs that he's been on, been on. And Jesus Christ, this motherfucker has been around for a very, very long time. It was a long list. I can't even uh, some of the things. Well, of course, Bump, Bump, Bump by B2K was on there. Girlfriend by B2K was on there. Gigolo, which I ironically love, (laughs) was definitely on there as well. It was co-written by Nick Cannon and R. Kelly. And then R. Kelly was the one who produced it. And this is Pied Piper R. Kelly. This is him and his nastiest. You know what I'm saying? With, with that little with that little ass mask on. Yes. What else was on there? Um, oh, Fortunate by Maxwell. Mm. Yeah. Like I, I think he either wrote or produced that shit. Um, there's a there was a lot of shit on there. I was like, damn. I don't know how I don't, I'm I'm not I yeah. don't want to judge people too hard. Like, okay. I feel like enough has come to light and in the right context to like you're saying you can't even hear him talk about anything sexual without imagining somebody without seeing that a child but like if somebody tells me that they want to listen to fucking fiesta fiesta at a bar mitzvah do your thing i'm not gonna disown them no no i'm not gonna disown i'm not gonna judge to come to terms like and i think to an extent this goes to show how pervasive this abuse and culture can be because he normalized it for himself in a sense because okay, we're from the city and we grew up, like I mean, we were we we're kids when our Kelly first started out, right? And we, it's been a running gag, our entire adult lives, and it, we've heard about it so much where it's just become like okay, he's on that shit. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, right? It's just there and it's accepted. It's Kinda a like thing. How yeah. People got a weird uncle. Like Chris Rock used to talk about that. Like. We all yeah. got that weird uncle, but you know not to like leave anybody alone with him, but like you let him Exactly. And you you kind of just accept it as is. It's like instead of fucking him up or, you know what I'm saying, calling the police on him, you just, hey mom, can I go spend the night with my cousin? But no, she can come here though. Right. It's one of those things you've adapted to because you're so used to it, either in the culture or in what's going on. And I feel bad, dude. Like it's actually I've been advocating fucking R. Kelly up for the longest time. I ain't never said nothing about killing nobody. I ain't never said nothing about, you know what I'm saying? Like, tried to take him to jail. That's that. All right, cool, whatever. It didn't work out. Listen, listen. And I'm saying all of this knowing that not, like, there's no, not millions of people that's going to hear this shit. Not, I don't think. I don't hope. But listen, if somebody has wronged you and you can fuck them up without getting caught like just beat the shit out of somebody yeah do that shit i I mean what is your what is your it's like what like you touched you and it's not right i know it's not right but something has to be done it's just very frustrating you handled somehow you touched this child i'm gonna fuck you up and if you go to the police it's gonna be like yo they fucked me up why did they fuck you up if they we know how the police are if they ask questions it's like oh i was touching on this underage like you're not gonna say it it's like i would never advocate this but it's like stealing from a drug dealer drug dealer can't go and tell the police on you you know what i'm saying but you might die but that's just how the cookie crumbles it's a situation where niggas have to learn like somebody somebody 
is we need a hero. Um, it's not going to be me. Yeah, I, I didn't but. grow up in an R. Kelly household. Like, yeah, I was never a fan. Just I, I It's just how it shook out. Like, I was aware of his songs, and yeah, they'd be on the radio, but I've never owned any sort of R. Kelly shit, and I don't have it around to listen to. Mm-hmm. So it's not a big loss for me, and it makes me feel kind of like, makes it feel unfair for me to police what people listen to. But like I'm saying, I don't know how you can listen to feeling on your booty or certain songs nah. knowing the context yeah uh but yeah if somebody wants to fucking play ignition like whatever dude but it's we need to understand that we're better off just not fucking with them honestly I, I i really believe so and also i wanted to know what the end game was like i said i haven't watched the docuseries so i have no opinions on it right now because i feel like i'm not well equipped enough and i do not have the range to speak on what might or might not have transpired and I don't want to make myself seem foolish but I have found out that Lifetime has worked with several advocacy groups for women you know that have suffered from abuse and they are there to support the people that have spoken out and um come forth and like show themselves and their stance on the the subject at part so I think that is really that is really important um, I can't remember the name of the advocacy groups. I was sitting here clicking and typing, trying to bring them up so I can name them by name specifically, but I don't want to be clicking and typing like in y'all ear. So I'm going to chill out. But that's that's having foresight, if that is the case. And I respect that um, kind of keeping it a little bit light, though. And while still being on the same topic a little bit, I am happy to find out this Toya Brown um is i think it's going to be granted clemency Mm -hmm. so that it was good to see something even though she had to see she's 30 now i think she was 15 or 16 when she went in i didn't read the article so i don't know what exactly happened Mm -hmm. so i pulled it up right here just so i can make sure i'm talking about the um, just as far as fixing right fixing it fixing her sentence i don't know the details of that if you do um, let me see. Santoya Brown committed by her own admission a horrific crime at the age of 16. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Imposing a life sentence, but forced her to serve 51 years before being eligible for parole. That's too harsh. Um, I'm going to look through this and make sure I can see what's going on. But I think, yeah, she really was 16. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm not sure how the process is going to go. Honestly, it's something that I'm have to going to have to look into because this article I think is about from either one to three days. Okay, so, so yeah, and I, I was just curious. I guess it. I mean, yeah, it does matter. But mm-hmm. so we're not experts on the law. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering, did they have to appeal to like another judge mm-hmm. for clemency? Oh yeah, I'm not sure how that process works. Right. Yeah. But I guess long story short, this is a form of justice in an unjust world. She killed that nigga. Yeah. I'm, and he deserved it. Yeah, he did. Yes, he deserved to die. He, and I hope he, I hope he burned in hell. Like he purchased her at 16 for sexual intercourse and she killed him. That she shouldn't have. She honestly shouldn't have gone to jail for that shit. 
but you know how the law works. I just it's it's disgusting to me that a judge can hear that story and be like, mm, forty years, or uh, you know, you did what you had to do. Yeah, exactly. She's been in there for about the law is the law, young lady. It's not right. She's you can't go around years. murdering people who human traffic you and like what try the fuck to fuck you. Yet yeah, we got rapists getting away with that shit because the judge don't want their life to be ruined. Shit is terrible and horrible. How many times have I had to in an episode have I had to stop and be like, listen? start fucking people up listen some people gotta learn the hard way for real listen they really really do look just do what you gotta do keep it on you and lay it down i mean it is what it is i'm an advocate of that shit like you fuck on me i'm gonna fuck on you and you're gonna feel this yeah that was pretty much as far as that goes do you have anything that you want to bring up at all Uh, i wanted to talk about a tweet i saw uh so this uh well it's not funny why am i laughing oh it's funny because how i feel like well let's just get into it so this woman uh megan Corton scott i don't know who she is how this ended up on my timeline she might be famous but she says this morning in a coffee shop a man interrupted my work meeting to give me this note then proceeded to sit two tables away and stare at me whilst i try to conduct the rest of my meeting and why am i the one that feels embarrassed I feel so angry that I might cry. So she has a picture of the note attached and it's written in weird handwriting on a napkin. And it says, hi, hello. How's the meeting? Good morning. Happy New Year. This is my greeting. Maybe again, I'll see your smile on a rainy day. And then he signed it. That's some creepy shit, man. So so my response to it was, I feel like this is that dude who did that is going to be one of these guys on social media talking about chivalry's dead. Yeah. Uh, nice guys finish last. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't like what I don't get. Cause okay. Like again, I didn't grow up with a dad. I was raised by ladies. This doesn't make any sense to me. This is like some Looney Tunes, Pepe La Pew shit. Yeah. And we're still doing this in 2019. The main niggas doing this shit be niggas that don't get no coochie. So they, I feel like it's a trial and error thing from them. They gonna keep doing weird shit until someone. But where are people? I, obviously, up. like okay, this is getting you know passed down somehow. But where are people really learning this from? This is, a, this is you know nineteen forties cartoon shit in my opinion. And I don't like our, our dad saying, "Hey son, you know uh, if you if you want to get a lady, you know you just really gotta stalk them hard." That's not how that works. I know the. That young boys are taught to like, hey, you know, if you really want something, you got to go for it. Like, but how does that become harass somebody? How do you think this is? I I really I'm at I don't understand it. It becomes harassment because they're so focused on the idea of, you know, the entitlement that comes with like, if I keep doing this and also some shit that you kind of sort of grow up with a little bit. Pepe Le Pew shit. That's a cartoon. I remember being a kid watching that shit. Like Tom and Jerry, some shit. Motherfuckers was stalk Johnny Bravo, but Johnny Bravo wasn't getting no coochie. They was telling him no every time. But that's the thing too, and I've said this before. I have male friends who, if something worked one time five years ago, they gonna keep trying to keep it. doing it. Mm-mm. You can't do that. That's not how that goes. You're a grown ass man. You got to learn. You have to be adaptable. My number is gonna be up again. Like yeah, no, oh boy. no, no, no. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, women be going through a lot of shit man a lot of shit dude and i, I do think not about how much that. i don't want anybody to bother me mm-hmm. man or woman in general yes and i cannot imagine 
having multiple people every day try to fucking you know fucking fuck or like talk to you or just feel entitled to your time and approach you and fuck with you while you at a business meeting and he knew he was you were at a business meeting but he still felt it was appropriate to leave a freaky deaky note on some toilet no, paper but he said her smile was nice so you know he's very romantic no that's not no <laughs> nobody's gonna start swooning and fall into your arms it depends on the person just be normal i don't approach strangers i've never approached a lady i did not know did not know i just want to tell you that you're beautiful yeah i'm an old gross guy with no money but you exactly. know, i just want to stop you in the middle of the street and tell you that i've complimented and walked the fuck off I'm I'm a huge advocate of leaving people to fuck alone under the right context. If I'm in a party and you got nice eyebrows, I'm be like, yo, your eyebrows look really nice. Like you did that yourself. Yeah, I did this myself. Or no, blah blah blah. Go to a lady. That's what's up. Boom. It's a social situation. Don't be fucking weird. I'm gonna slide off and go get something else to drink. I'm not even trying to smash. You know what I'm saying? It's it's there's a there's a time and a place for these things. But I mean, everybody has to figure that out for themselves. Because there is a possibility that he could have left a note like that for somebody else and they would have been like, oh, my God, my coochie wet. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what would be going on with that lady, but <laughs> I mean, it it's a possibility. It's a lot of people in this world. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean try until you hit your mark. You just got to calm down and chill the fuck out. Now, I have a scenario for, for you. You ready? Uh, so we're, we're doing a scenario, then wrapping up. Mm-hmm. OK, I want to address one more thing. I feel like by now everybody's seen it, but I think I saw it like right when it happened and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So I, uh, I think I'm like slightly too old for the Harry Potter shit. Like I remember when I was in high school, somebody did a book report on it and I never heard of it. And they were already like a couple books in or something. And mm-hmm. I only know about it because I finished high school at alternative high school. I went for my last semester and our English class. The, the teacher was like y'all know how to read and then he would, we would just watch all the harry potter movies no uh-huh. uh but anyway so pottermore twitter account official twitter account tweeted hogwarts didn't always have bathrooms before adopting muggle plumbing methods in the 18th century witches and wizards simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and vanished the evidence they get a little bit too detailed with these things i don't know if i need all of this there's no if let's say jk rowling had this in her mind while she was writing all the books which is not the case i 100 percent guarantee you that Mm-mm. there's no reason to put this is a children's book children don't need to know that wizards were shitting all over themselves shitting themselves maybe a wand ex- uh, uh expelliarmor shittikus <laughs> shittikus expelliarmor like it's not that's not but why i don't even this doesn't make any sense it's it's hurting my brain because you know they're like, we're so much better than these muggles. We just shit ourselves and then send it to the ether. Magic. Ha ha. It's like, disgusting. You're still touching cloth. You, like, I don't care if you have a spell that cleans all the doo-doo away and, and fixes your underwear. Like, you shit yourself. There's they might no be way saying, around that. They might be saying, in my mind, what I was thinking was they're wearing a robe that they shit into. And as soon as it touches the fabric, it dissolves. Like, it goes away. That might be what they. I still don't like kinda, that. Or if it was like a diaper of some sort or underwear of some sort, like you shit into it and any trace of it, like it it comes out and it's just gone, like okay, a black hole, like imagine, a black hole. I don't know how this feels, and I never want to know how this feels. But imagine pooping while standing up straight completely. Your what cheeks is, not even spread, so it's gonna be squished ha- up right, coming what out. What is even happening back there? It has to be terrible. It's really bad. You're still feeling that. You're still feeling for it for a second, and your cheeks disappear. It's probably hot. It's probably yeah, like, and they, they they together too. And you pissing at the same time. So did they have under on? I don't know. 
because apparently they've been around they for a long stood. time. So it's not even like they had like, okay, like let me dip out in the hallway and piss and shit myself and have it magically disappear. You have students and teachers taking shits standing up. You would be eating Mid-conversa- lunch in the great right. hall, taking shits and pisses standing up. They didn't say anything about the smell. So the stuff is gone. All it vanishes. Stuff are- but you can still smell and like it still smells like piss and shit. Why? Unless they were using magic to get rid of the 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 smell. That was and you know what's funny on. about this too is do you remember when she said Dumbledore was gay? Yes, that was a big deal. Why uh-huh. isn't this a big deal? I don't know. I don't this know. This is this is actually a big deal. I feel like because people were adding shit on the sly. It was like added on the sly, like because unless you like until you mentioned it to me, I wouldn't have known that was added. And also, if you play Overwatch, they also said the Soldier Seventy Six is gay or queer. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Um. And that's pretty cool. There are people questioning if it's being added because they want companies to look like they're advocating for queer and certain marginalized groups or if this is something that they have worked on. And I do know that behind the scenes, they do do storyboards and uh, creative storylines and stuff like that. So in the event that this is something that they've worked on, it has been being worked on in a while. Nobody there's woke up and was like, oh, he gay. Like, that's not there's how that works. between the... the, the- like the developer and the the publishing company right and usually when it i comes think so to games yeah so i think it has more to do with the gaming as so it's not like gaming in quotes can say hey can we get like a, a gay character in a big game retroactively to like right. look better there, there's no way to really make that work yeah so i feel like it's coming from the developer even if it is retroactive and they didn't have it from the beginning, it's still probably the idea. It's like, I like the idea of taking, like, the the soldier archetype and making him queer. Yes. As opposed to, you know, because, it's like, I'm the, the Halo soldier guy. Yeah. But he's, you know. He killing niggas. Like, he's one of my favorite players uh, to play with. When I, whenever I'm doing assault or, like, damage-based characters, I choose 76. My second choice might be Reaper, who dual-wields shotgun. And he's Puerto Rican, which is kind of the, the, cool. the Grim Reaper's Puerto Rican in that game. He's Puerto Rican, yeah. He's I've only Rican. played it for like half an hour. I think his last name is like Commander, like Reyes. His name is Commander Reyes. Did or you, some shit like um, that. did you see that? Uh, so one of the top Overwatch teams, I guess, in the world, they added a woman to their team, and then there's a bunch of backlash because you know gamers are fucking weirdos, mm-hmm. and they were like, "She's not really playing. She's not a real gamer." It turns out they were fucking right. So she was, she was faking it. So they were, she she was just some lady that I guess they pulled out of the blue. I, I know that more details have come out recently. So when the article first hit, it's like, wow, aren't gamers, I mean, they are terrible. It's a, they are. So aren't gamers terrible because this team added this woman and they refused to be, believe her legitimacy. And then a week later, the, the team admitted, they're like, oh yeah, we just, I don't know if it was like they wanted to look better diversity wise or they wanted more press for having a woman on the team. I don't I don't know how they were going to get around that once it came to doing tournaments or something. But they added her, you know, during their off time and then they had her playing on a stream, but I guess somebody else was really playing. Oh no. Weird shit like that. Two steps back, and one step so forward. That's weird. fucked up. But anyway, yeah, there's that. Yeah, it doesn't excuse people to being shitty otherwise. No, of course. You've not. been wrong on several counts, like just cuz you're right one time doesn't make you a better individual, but I know how that goes. As a woman in the game community, it does fuck with all of you when one person gets caught doing some shit like that. All right, so you ready for the scenario? Yes. Cool. Would you rather be forced to exclusively eat pickles for the rest of your life? Pickles, as in pickles. 
no other pickle, not pickled carrots, not pickled blah, 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 so straight up pickles. cucumbers only. Yes. Exclusively. Yes. Only thing you can consume. Uh-huh. Or get a Papa Roach tattoo on your forehead. Ah, oh, man. The entirety of your forehead. So, in this universe, like, am I going to die from malnutrition if I only eat pickles? That, it, that could potentially happen. Yes. So, we're doing, like, this is real world right now. This is real world. This is not fairy tale. This ain't make-believe. This ain't fiction. This is real shit. You got a choice to make right now. Does it have to say Papa Roach? Can it be like... It says Papa Roach in that obnoxious emo font. That gothic looking emo font. And it's curved. And it takes up the entirety of your forehead. I'm I'm going with the tattoo. Good man. Because here's the thing. Like I said, we're in the real world. You will die. You, you will cannot, die. You cannot eat just pickles. You can't. And as much as I like pickles, like pickles get old kind of fast. They do. Even though they're different kinds, they got the famous Dave's hot ones, they got sweet ones, they got dill, they got, but you can't exclusively eat pickles for the rest of your life. No. That's not how that works. Mm-hmm. So Papa Roach tattoo it is. I mean, at least you live. And then they have, they, have you seen the, the concealers? They, they have, have they have, makeups? they have new music. What? They dropped some stuff late September. Speaking of new music, <laughs> fucking, uh, have you heard that future song? No. That shit make me want to get like a big ass plastic watch with rhinestones in it. Oh, really? Oh, it's something about having designer on? about cr- uh, crushed diamonds. Crushed diamonds, really? Yeah. I want, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to listen to it. I need more tracks with la dee da dee da da You know what? I'm So, as much as I loved that moment, I'm glad that he didn't keep doing it because Nicki Minaj fucking did that and ruined it. Okay. Because you remember in Dance Ass Remix and she said, bust this pussy open in the islands of Waikiki. And I was like, this shit is so raw. And then she started doing it more like in a yeah. bunch of songs. Like, oh, she ruined it. That's kind of like a one hit thing. Like, do yeah, it, you do it do one, one time one, and leave it alone. Two times, but then you got to spread them out. Like ass cheeks. Yes. Gotcha. Cool. All right. So without further ado, this is going to be, <laughs> this has been another episode of Spit Sessions. I didn't do that in the beginning because we jumped right into the conversation. Um, we're working on things. Hit us up with feedback. We enjoy the feedback that you guys give us and let us know what you would like to hear i'm trying to uh, bother more strangers on twitter it's going well so you know honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna do that i'm gonna start reaching out um and advocating for us and being like yo check this out check that out and if you guys share it with people that would be awesome if you rate us that would be more awesome and subscribing would be not as awesome as rating us five stars but up there as far as like a scale of awesomeness is concerned but thank you and we appreciate you and This is the end of 